Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Holly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. Really? <laughs> and welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She already the hair hers. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week, I'm joined by show insiders, judges, and the queens who made history to talk about this new legendary season and their experience on the show. So, thanks for listening. And warning, kitty girls, there will be spoilers in this podcast for this episode, so don't be gagging so. We warn you every bull. And if you still haven't seen this week's episode, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at 9, 8 central on VH1 and uh, also via WoW Presents Plus. If you have DirecTV, you can watch it at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Right, East Coast feed. <laughs> Thank you. Now, having said that, this week I'm joined by two superstars from season nine and All Stars 4. She's gorgeous and talented. We don't love her. <laughs> we, wor- we worship her. It's pheromone. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And, oh, my gosh, oh. one of our pioneering oh. season one queens. Three words to describe her. Lady, amazing, and fantastic. I think those are your words, actually. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yes. Oh, well, it's changed. The first queen in our first three to also win two main challenges. Yeah. Angina. I'm sorry. Can I just, like... Um, correct you. It's yes. two mini challenges and two major challenges. One, and then I went home. Oh. <laughs> I was never on the bottom. Oh. Injustice. <laughs> That's all right. And didn't you create high? I didn't really well, create, create it. I think, like in Southern California, I heard. I think I right. heard it, it right. Common. But like you did say it. But you invented it if you first did it on RuPaul's Drag Race. So if we're talking about those facts, yes. I did in fact invent it because I first said it on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> facts, are, facts are facts. I invented many things on RuPaul's Drag Race. I invented Hello. being the first hyena, the first bald queen, the first robbed queen, the first <laughs> many, you know, she like, like, like I said, the fans think that if you did it on Drag Race, then you invented it. So I invented a lot of stuff. I invented crying. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, we also saw both of you in the season eleven in the season eleven premiere in the photo shoot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we saw Angina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was I was blocked from my moment. She, but Vanjie turned you around to face the wall. <laughs> and listen, I was just trusting what she was trying to do, but I can tell you one thing, I was very confused. Well, that's the prettiest I've ever seen you. So <laughs> <laughs> And I had uh You're I had Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. And she's you know, she I'm like four foot nine and she's like six foot eight. Yeah. So she's like, I'm gonna pick you up and I was like, Okay. And then she <laughs> okay. did. I felt like I felt like um, who's the Yogi Bear? Who's the little Boo-boo. bear? B- I felt like Boo Boo Bear to the Yogi Bear. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what Not I felt. Boo Boo Bear. Like. Yeah, Boo Boo Bear. Oh my God, that's your next tour. That is going to be my next tour in Brooklyn. So, who do you like in season 11? So I'm obsessed with Vanessa Vanjie. I've gotten to like tour with her and gotten to know who she is as a person. Mm-hmm. And she is a very sweet, special soul. And I just find her endlessly uh, entertaining. I really like Scarlet Envy and mm-hmm. Akira Davenport as well. So far, the standouts for me are Brooklyn Heights. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely same. Exactly. Like, so good. I love Nina West. Obviously, she's same. been like a fan favorite even outside of Drag Race. Yeah. Who fans wanted to see on Drag Race. We've been waiting for her moment on Drag Race yeah. for a long time. And I <laughs> worked with her during like my season one tour you know like 17 years ago and <laughs> she's just like the best person ever i peed in a trash can with her once <laughs> oh, oh. 
bonding. I'm like aware in Columbus. Oh my just God. girly things. And then I love Akira so much. Her confessionals, her facial expressions, yeah. her looks. looks yes, yes, so good. Some people might say they're a little too pageanty, but nope. girl, if you're gonna have a pageanty gown, it better be something like Akira's because yeah. those look expensive as hell. Yep. Yes. Okay. And and who's like your best drag race friend of all the girls all the seasons? Who's like who oh. do you text the most? I would have to probably say Shea Coulee and Shea Coulee, Eureka, and Aja are probably like my yeah. my tops. Oh. Uh, mine would be Tammy. <gasps> she sends me voice texts because she doesn't like she doesn't like to text texts, and I like to save them because one day because we're doing a show together, but one day I want to put them in an audio file and just play it for like an hour. <laughs> like the, Instead of music, I want messages of Tammy Brown from like text messages. <laughs> They're oh my God, amazing. I live for that. They're that, really amazing. That'll be so trippy. Yeah. Oh my God. And who's a queen? Who's a drag race queen who's underrated? Who like, people don't really know how great she is. Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah. Really, like, I did a show with her, and she basically performed the entire Beyonce concert. Oh, I've seen her do that. It's oh, incredible. I'm so, oh, my God, you are yeah. in a Beyonce concert. <sighs> like, movement, facial expression, hair flip. Choreography. Choreography, dance. Stamina. Like, everything. Stamina, yes. Stamina. That's very important. <laughs> um, I'm finding out as I get older that I don't have stamina, but stamina. <laughs> yes, stamina. like, she's... She's really, really amazing. And how good at rhythmic gymnastics are you leading into this week's episode? I can do a sloppy sideways cartwheel. Work. You and Monique Hart. I'm a little <laughs> bit better than Monique's. Gymnastics isn't entirely my thing. Thing. Um, Is that so, why you fell on All Stars 3? You mean All Stars 4? 4, sorry. <laughs> no. Damn it, I was trying to read All it. All Stars 4, my up. dress caught a little bit of that I draft. Know, and I, she came, I she know, came right, to, right in front of where I was By the way, you look beautiful, though. And you, no, you, you, really, you really did. And you were moving, like, burlesque moves. You looked, you were moving gorgeously. I wish they showed more of my actual routine and less of Gia Gunn talking <laughs> about me, but... <laughs> <laughs> but would it be RuPaul's I mean, Drag Race if they didn't? <laughs> no, I, I mean, okay. it was good TV, I'm not gonna it lie. was. Yes, okay, so let's dive into this episode. At the very beginning, they're talking about last week's critiques, and the judges had told Vanjie, oh, we're getting, you know, we're seeing the same swimsuit, leotard, bodysuit shape. And then it, I like Akira's moment where she says, well, what are you supposed to do if that's all you have? Well, that's, yeah, what, that's the only that's, point that matters, because, yeah, like, you don't wonder, know what order your looks are going to be in when you prepare them for the show. And, yeah. like, you could, like, for instance, like with All Stars 4, all the fans were saying, did All Fair bring us pink hair? But like, those just happen to be the looks that were... The first three the or first, four. Yeah, right. yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so, they give you, I mean, in my season, they gave us a list of 12 general looks, okay? They said, bring mod, bring cowboy, bring black and white. So uh, ours is a lot different than you, where they say specifically bring... Uh, cat couture. Yeah. Exactly, you know. cat yeah. couture. Like, but then you bring all these looks, but you're right, you don't know when they're going to use it. But at the same time, Evie made a good point. You can make something? Totally. But you also have to think about how much time and energy you have to put into the challenge that you're being presented that week. And, right. you know, like, that takes up a lot of the time that you have there. So bottom line is <laughs> you're overwhelmed because of everything in general. I mean, seriously, yeah, right? It's like a lot. It's a lot. You know, to me, when you get this list, right, of course you're going to think, not of course, because Vanjie has failed to do this, but don't you want to think about, okay, if they said gold, don't, if you already have a red leotard, maybe not don't do a gold leotard. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Sure. So sure. Yeah. It makes, even, that makes yeah, sense. even though that's what you brought, maybe the preparations before should have been a little bit better. Yeah. Point well made. Thanks. Okay. So diving in, uh, Rue walks into the workroom in a track suit, <laughs> giving you a little red, white, and blue. like So sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and Rue explains that the girls are going to do some galisthenics. What's your fitness regimen? I think Rue kind of nailed it on the head for me. You know, three meals a month. <laughs> I love eating. And... Um, Routine-wise, I don't really have one. I should probably get back into it because I'm not getting any younger. Like, you're, what, 26? How old 25. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, 26. my God. Not <laughs> yeah. 26. I'm 11 years you? older than you. 12 years older oh, than you. <gasps> my God. It's okay, um, though. I feel the effects of getting older. Like, on my 25th birthday, I threw my back out. Yeah. From, from <laughs> traveling, it's, working. It's from traveling working. From traveling working. Yeah. So. yeah. Wait till you hit 30, Farrah. You're going to hate it. I, I am, but, you know, I also like 30, flirty, and thriving. You know, I think okay, I'm going to be pretty okay. fierce. You're going to be the only cougar. Oh, well, I'll still, I'll still be talking to older men. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that works, too. So the mini challenge is in Galacynics, and Rue brings in uh, the only personal trainer, Love Connie. <laughs> the minute that I saw her, already a comedic genius. Yeah. And I, I wasn't familiar with who she was entirely. I, I definitely, like, had seen her once or twice in something. But yeah. I feel like she should be a permanent fixture on RuPaul's Drive. Because which I was rolling on the freaking floor. She was in Legally Blonde, like the actor John, who's loved Connie, was in Legally Blonde and had Ooh. the line, "Oh my God, the bend and snap works every time." Oh, as like, that was the, oh, as like the gay hair salon person. Okay, yeah. All right. So anyway, but she's genius. But yeah, and she performs and dance around around LA a lot and like amazing dance shows and just like eighties eighties fantastic. Oh, also, she was in Alaska's video for "This Is My Hair," flopping her hair all over the place. Anyway. Connie bursts in the uh, like the you know the aerobics begin. Also, which you see a little bit in the, in the episode, but like she had she didn't know the girls' names because she just mm-hmm. walks in. Like, so blind. she just made them up. She's like, "Come on, little bit, get up here. <laughs> yeah, come on, jean jacket." Oh my god, who was it that said, "Um, I'm going to look like a man"? She goes, "No, your face will." Vanjie, Vanjie, Vanjie. She she is uh, really entertaining, and yeah. we we would like to see. I would like to see a lot more of her. Uh, yes, I want like a spinoff solo show of like her and her shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming soon to Bob yes, Bob 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 I'm so yes. excited. She clocks Scarlet's beard. She like she she um plastic but then Plastic is doing splits. Akira slaps Love Connie. Yeah. It's like a I don't know, it's a free for all. And the winners are uh Plastique and Akira. And I think that those were good choices. Anyway, so then Rue announces that the main challenge is the 69th International Drag Olympics. First of Ooh. all, that sounds intimidating. Especially when you're already at the Drag Olympics. That's what I mean. Let's be real here. But, <laughs> and then to get more physical and have to do challenges that you probably... And then it's like three categories. What is it? Voguing, fanography, and... Fanography, and, yeah, and shablams. And shablams. Like, I can't do shablams. Can you? Uh, no. You tried it, though. <laughs> I sure did. I mean, my shablams are okay. accidental. Accidental shablams. <laughs> accidental shablams. Mine are more like, I'm going to like cuddle in this nap. <laughs> I'm going to shablam position. into this bed. You're going to yeah, pop a exactly. squat. Exactly. Pop a squat. And so they have to pick teams. And, you know, they Akira chooses a lot of good dancers. And poor Scarlett ends up being the last one chosen. Listen, you know what? I feel for her. I'm always <laughs> the last one chosen when I do oh. the show. You just have to try. <laughs> well, I think it, it, I probably, it probably stems from not being able to dance that great. Right. And yeah, because, like, I feel like there's a huge difference between, like, being you can be a good performer and still be bad at picking up yeah, choreography. Yeah, absolutely. Choreography is a whole different ballgame. 
And then we, uh, so they say so they're they're representing the nations of Tuck Pantystan and Glamazonia. Okay, who comes up with these names? Because they're genius. No, they really are. Like Tuck Packets, pa- Tuck Pan- Pantystan, Tuck Pantystan. It's a real place. <laughs> yeah, in your groin. <laughs> <laughs> it's very humid. <laughs> it's like a oh, especially during Pride season. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> and then they get to be coached by choreographed by Travis Wall. Such a cutie, by the way. Such a cutie, and he's been on the show a couple times. He has. He choreographed the entire season five Black Swan, Why It Gotta Be Black, Ballet Challenge Mm. that they all did. And he is a choreographer for Read You, Wrote You with Alaska Detox. Oh, yeah. so good. Which is seriously one of the best. What's his name? The the one that's in this? Travis Wall. Travis. Yes. He's an Emmy winner from like So You Think You Can Dance. And he's great. He's just a sweetheart. I like him because he means well. Like he wants you to do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you never feel like, <laughs> like, I suck because he said I sucked. Like, it's always like, okay, he told me I have something to work on, so I'm going to work on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 constructive. He's constructive. Um, Adam Rippon is also there. Just for the Olympic, uh, you yeah. know, moment. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> Listen, exactly. I want Adam Rippon on every show I watch. I think he's just so cute. He's I like, I'm handsome. obsessed with him. He's just everything. I don't even care what he's doing. Like, put him on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're starting to learn the choreography on the main stage. You know, Silky's committed. She's she is sweating. I was sweating for them. Like, literally, <laughs> he went in on that choreo as soon as they walked in. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, we're going to get a show here. Yeah. I always I always wonder, like, how long the practices are. Because, you know, us as a viewer, we only see, what, 15 minutes of it? Yeah. But it's pretty long. Less than yeah. that. Yeah, it can seem longer Because how long was the gymnastic one? Oh, the the cheerleading challenge? I'm sorry, cheerleading challenge. Well, we actually had like three days to do that. Right. So they, over a weekend? Yeah. And you had like a day off or a day yeah. in between? Yeah. We, yeah, we were we were rehearsing in the um, conference room of the hotel. Right. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I know sometimes when there are like, the big, big challenges where there's lots of choreography, like we'll see the beginning of it on TV and you'll see like the bones of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you want to have it rehearsed more so that it's really, you know, it's good it's as it can be. It's super intense. As good as it can be like, in the final intense. project. And then Evie's illness comes up, too, because she Bless. just has to be careful about her joints, which we learned a little bit uh, recently on this show. Bless it, her. It makes me so nervous. I just feel for her so much, and I really commend her for really pushing through, regardless yeah. of how much pain she's in. And I hope that they were able to get her some Aleve. <laughs> <laughs> no. This season brought to you by Aleve. She's also thinking that, she, you know, she said something about wanting to make it on RuPaul's Drag Race because she might deteriorate as years go by and now she's finally on and she didn't want her illness to affect her performance and maybe she had sort of like a um like a like a remembrance of what happened to eureka you know what i mean so she really so she really pushed herself forward because she she's she has this fire in her eyes that she really wants like to be there and she really wants to win and and i applaud her for that she's Yeah, and the and the show does not that I need to speak on behalf of the show, but the show does also like check in, like, oh, does she need to see a doctor? How are you? Right. Making they sure do. she is taken care of. Right. Like, oh my god, and the medic is so freaking oh, hot. I know, yes. <gasps> I remember I had to I had to get borrow some tweezers from him, and he came over and opened his thing, and I was just like, 
Uh, yeah, there's one medic on the show who's like a superhero. Oh, but yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. His name about. is like Corey or Cody. Oh my God, I'm totally blanking now. But he looks like some sort of like... His name doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just hot. Let's just leave. It's so funny. Yeah, he's like cartoonishly like giant, like 6'3", stacked. Like I'm feeling a little sore. Exactly. Corey, whatever Wait, I your name like is. I feel like you were doing this bit when we were there for season 11 and he was like around and you were like, I'm ill. <laughs> Do you have any Advil? <laughs> it's a medic. We've got ten sick drag queens over oh, here. <laughs> they're all they're all fainting. I love when we were watching. We talked about like them down on the ground, like practicing, rehearsing. Farah, I think you said oh, my tuck would be in shambles. Oh yes, my tuck would be an absolute. So the way that they were moving, like yeah. I'm picturing myself being duct taped. Yeah, and like doing all that, doing all that because they were having to throw their legs around and then do these spins and then crouch down and like. Listen, duct tape is not a miracle worker. <laughs> so I was just thinking if I was in that position, I'd be like, man, this might be one of the times I'd have to wear tights. Like, Do you not ever wear tights? No. Okay. Because I, I see it like this. Like, I'm young and pretty now, and, like, my <laughs> legs look gorgeous. And, like, what if in a few years yeah. everything falls apart? And I'm like, I wish I showed my legs when I had them <laughs> back in my day. When I was on those that is literally... <laughs> A hundred years from now for you. I'm knocking at that door this minute. I know, but I like this voice. I want this to be your voice in like, you know, 30 years or 40 years. Uh, when I was when I was young, all the, I was so sexy. All the boys, like, I used to me. be a great beauty. <laughs> oh my god, so sexy! And then Team Plastique comes out. They're rehearsing. Scarlet's trying. Bless her heart. Oh, baby girl, Scarlet. Yes. Oh. I know. And like we we when we were watching, your comment came up that like you were told you were like the whitest dancer ever on Drag Race. Oh yes. Yeah. So she think. can't come for my crown because I was told <laughs> on national TV in front of Sierra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that I was the uh, NKC Musgraves, yeah, um, who I love. Uh, that I was the whitest dancer they've ever seen. So Scarlett, <laughs> you better back the heck off because <laughs> this is this is my territory. Yes, ma'am. Now we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we'll revisit a classic Drag Race episode that also Ugh. involves sporty activities and athletics that aired on this day in 2011. Mm. Oh. We'll be back. <laughs> It's coming! RuPaul's DragCon LA is just around the corner at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. So get ready. Come and meet and get sweet with every queen from season 11 and about a jillion more. Akira C. Davenport, Acid Betty, Adore Delano, Aja, Alaska, Aquaria, Ariel Versace, Asia O'Hara, and that's just the A's. There will be amazing vendors, performances, fun panels like Unlive, Trinity the Tuck giving Carson Kressley a drag makeover and our drag eye for the queer I show and you can even see me doing a live version of this podcast and just hang out and prance around with other beautiful fans and folks like yourself it really is the dragoniest place on earth get tickets and learn more at rupaulsdragcon.com and p.s dragcon new york is coming to the jacob javits convention center on september 6th 7th and 8th Ooh, honey so much drag get all the tea at rupaulsdragcon.com yes tea and tickets at rupaulsdragcon.com thank you Okay, we're back. Oh my god. <laughs> we're back. Okay, so before we head into the Drag Olympic Village for the main challenge, it's time for a segment we call This Day and Drag Race Herstory. Uh oh. Um, Is this a quiz? Kind of. All right. It's April, on April 4th. 2011. It was season three, episode 12, Jocks in Frocks. Do you know what the episode was? What it was about? What was the challenge? So, no. 
Farah? Jocks and frocks. Wait, it has to be at oh, least like. Was that when they did the um, workout challenge and Stacey Lane Matthews ate the chicken? No. No, but I think this is the makeover challenge from athletes to drag queens. Yes, ding yes. ding ding okay. ding. Okay. Do you remember who won that challenge? I do not. Oh, uh, Manila. Another yes, Manila. Woo! Okay, Manila. I knew it was gonna be one anyway, of them. Um, <laughs> she did. Yes, in this episode she did. She well, did. The, Wait, no, it's just she, like it made me really sad because, because she, she lost. She lost so... the makeover for All Stars Four. Aww. Let's be real. She didn't lose that. They, no, no. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> yes, she got. She to... actually won the entire season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this episode, the Jocks and Frogs season three, was the first time a queen was brought back to the competition after being eliminated. Who was yes, that? It was Carmen Carrera. Yes. Oh yep. Mm-hmm. And the, as part of the main stage challenge, that they had to dress as cheerleaders and perform a cheer supporting safe sex. They oh, did. that was so funny! I need to rewatch that. That was good content. What's your favorite season? Because three is mine. Three like, is really good. Yeah. I think I think my favorite is either seven or nine. No, you can't choose yours. You have to choose outside <laughs> of yours. So it has to be seven. Then seven, the Violet season, Ginger yeah. Violet Pearl. And I feel like it's such an unpopular opinion because the fans really hate on seven. But some of my favorite queens came from, from that seven. season. True, and that season gave you Katya and Trixie as well, yeah, and, and Violet, and, and Violet. Yeah. yes, and like everyone. So yeah. Sorry, off topic. More um, quiz. Here we but, go. Uh, but but and, and and they were doing as part of that as part of that uh, Jocks and Frogs. They were doing a cheerleading thing on the main stage, performing a cheer supporting safe sex. Anjana, I'd like to think you opened up the show for awareness. Oh, <laughs> is, well, that, is that am I stretching it there? No, I mean I did it because um, I I hadn't like I had won a challenge really close to home for yeah. me, and I was literally overwhelmed with so much emotions, and it just naturally came out because I wanted to thank them for. Um, I guess seeing my passion in that yeah, in the that Viva work. Glam challenge. Yeah, and and, and so it just all came positive. out all at once. But um, hey, again, if you first did it on Drag Race, you invented it. So uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so. so I invented awareness. You, 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 you also like you were the first. We got to see someone share something personal and make it very powerful yeah, and, and I, empowering see, for that's others. That's what I'm saying. I invented the first medical excuse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just full come circle. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but seriously, like that—that that was a really amazing moment for myself. Yeah, never knowing how that was going to be um, an amazing moment for other people. Well, so. I mean, it was a really iconic moment for just queer culture in yeah. general. I mean, like RuPaul's Drag Race was so new, and it was just—it was almost just an, an idea at that point mm-hmm. that season. It was. You know, like no yeah. one knew it was going to blow up. And yeah. um, one of my favorite things about the show is that you know queer people get a platform to share their stories mm-hmm. and their struggles and how they've overcome it with the art of drag. So mm-hmm. kudos on Gina. Thank you, yeah. and kudos to everyone else. I mean, honestly, it it is what you say. It is Farah. It's like, I don't know. I, I love this show so much. And I love the people that I get to meet through it. And yeah. and there's some amazing people that have worked, work, walk through the, those doors. And their stories are all captivating and important to note in in LGBTQ plus like culture. Yeah. And beyond. Because yeah. now we're beyond. Like, beyond, yeah. honey. We're you so are beyond, beyond yes. girl. Like, everyone Agreed. loves this show. So, ah. anyway. Okay, well, that's been this drag, this day in Drag Race history. And let's get into this challenge. It's day two. Rue comes out on the main stage. Gold. <gasps> looking like a gold medal. Can't. Okay. So flawless. What was that dress even made out of? Like, I don't know. It looks like... 
um, plastic or something. Right, right. Yeah, some kind of like super fiber. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of the plastic that I used for my backdrop at New York City DragCon last year. It's like this gold. Oh, did you leave it behind? I did leave it behind. Well, bro. now we know what happened to it. <laughs> but it's, it's not. It's not cloth. It's like plastic. It's like some some sort of plastic. Yeah. It's amazing. She looks like expensive, skinny wow. legend. Like the mug is painted, the hair is laid. She's like she. You can tell she's feeling it. And then live from the Rupali Pavilion yep. at the 69th International Drag Olympics. And do you know what Rupali Pavilion is a dumb reference to? No, what is it? <laughs> this will be thrilling. Polly Pavilion is the big like sports venue at UCLA where they actually have oh had the God. Olympics gymnastics in 1984 and again in 2028. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, you learned something new. Ever. I thought we were going to be talking about the grocery store in Santa Monica. That's what I mean. <laughs> Pavilions. 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 Yes. yes, they have really great um, potato salad there. All right. Well, if Noted. you want to meet and greet with Farah, she is at the Pavilions in Santa Monica <laughs> Santa on Monica? Saturdays on at Santa 3 p.m. In West Hollywood. West Hollywood yeah. I'm like, where the hell are you ever in Santa Monica? Never. <laughs> <laughs> that's so far out there. It's literally so far. I know. That's, isn't that the thing? People like people who don't live here, like, oh, you're in LA. Do you go to the beach a lot? And you're like. No. Absolutely not. I went to the beach like one time and it was so cold by the water. I was like, and windy, and I was just like, oh, this is not the fantasy. Oh my God. <laughs> but speaking of which, like, yes. my favorite, okay, like, I love the drama, sure. I love, like, the challenge, and sure. But my yeah. favorite, most favorite part is the freaking runway. Like, yes. they can, I can fast forward to the runway and be a happy man. Like, yes. that's what I want to see. Yes. Well, we'll get there as soon as we get these queens do their big drag lipids routines. <laughs> but and it's it's a lot to watch because there's just so many of them, like, tumbling, twerking, dancing amazingly across the stage. The first one does, the first one is Tuck Panistan, Team Akira. They do Shade. And oh my, it's about global warming. Yep. Mm. I guess. Oh, I didn't even make that it's connection. Not. They said that, you know, they said something like, to 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 save us from global warming, they're performing a, a song called Shade. Right? It was kind of like a badly written joke. This show has oh, a message. It went totally over my head. I was all like, <laughs> I literally am not making that connection until y'all are saying this right now. And who was your favorite in the first team? Team Akira was, there was Evie, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Silky. Yeah, Brooklyn Heights. I just like could watch her dance all day. She has yes. she has such a beautiful poise to her movements. Yes, Evie Oddly was amazing. Silky had baton. Despite yeah. the slip, oh. the slip, I my heart freaking Pretty. stopped. Evie like, slip, yeah. But no, you just talked about the Sil batons. Okay, like Silky had batons. That came out of that nowhere. Was so fierce. That was so good. I am such a Silky stan. Like I feel like some of the fans are giving her a hard time on social media right now, and they don't get her. But I think she's so funny. I think she's so talented yeah and like i live for her sound bites and i had no idea that she could spin the batons and you know it came out of nowhere and so i was gagged i was like all of a sudden and i not was a like slip up. No, no no it was not good. a drop it was amazing i know you're almost waiting for the judges critiques later to come like oh why weren't those batons on fire, fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> right what do you want from me <laughs> um and akiri was giving lots of I, I liked watching her face i mean she was moving great but she was she was just giving you like face choreography uh, yes faceography she is like pretty fishy, and she's got a a booty. Yeah, booty. she paid for those booties, hey. and she's gonna show it. Y'all think it's real? No, okay. I've hung out with her. She's that's not her real booty. Akira, <laughs> if this is not known knowledge, I'm sorry. I'm telling the world right now that that <laughs> booty of it. yours is 
it's bought. She, it, it's real. She, Purchased. She, she has Purchased. Yes. Then we get the next team, Glamazonia, which is performing the number Save the Children, which is about um, world serving, hunger. <laughs> serving the children. Serving, sorry, thank You're you. You're so fired. I'm so fired. That is a Tammy Brown reference, and get yes. it right, okay, or she's going to teleport you to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett is in the group. She struggles a bit. Yeah, she struggles, but she's performing. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't clock. Like, if I didn't see that she was struggling in the rehearsal and I was just strictly watching that routine, I would not be able to really clock that she was struggling at all. I feel like she held her own very well. She was comedic. She nailed the choreography way better than I thought she was going to. But I mean, all the girls are nailing the choreography. So at this point, it's like when you're dealing with so, so many people that are doing well, it's like... I guess you have to almost have like more of a critical eye to right. every little detail. Right. Uh, Vanjie was fun. Vanjie yes. was so good. When I say that she commanded that routine with her facial expressions and the way she landed every single one, she was playing to the camera. She was playing to the judges. I'm so proud of my little baby Vanjie. <laughs> and Nina giving us faces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She did great. I yeah. feel like this is the Nina that we've all been like expecting to see. I think that she had a rocky start at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. but now we're like really, she's like mm-hmm. really bringing it now. And she was probably nervous. Nervous. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, when pressure. you're, when you've, yeah, when you've got the the pressure of like auditioning like nine times, and, yes. and everyone in the whole gay world already knowing you when you yeah. get there, and wants you there, yeah. you have something to prove to them. And when 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 Nina grabbed Scarlett and he said it was like, I'll be making it eat, back and forth. Eat, eat. Literally, I, mean, I could not breathe. That I was think... so funny to me. I couldn't take it. Uh, well, speaking of not breathing, because when the runway begins, the theme is gold. Yep. And Akira walks out, and Farah, you gasped. I gasped. So, like, you know, this, I don't... I, I mean, we're looking at this picture right now, okay? I feel like and... if you know anything about, like, drag and pageantry and, like, just, like, putting together a look, like, I feel like this is one of the most intricate gowns we've ever seen on RuPaul's Drag Race history. Like, every... Like, that thing is stoned with so many different crystals. It looks so expensive. Like, that's the kind of gown that, like... Like us little baby girl drag queens like always dream of of having. And <laughs> this I, is what you were dreaming. I'm going to slide in her, Literally, I'm going to slide in her DMs and be like, "Who the hell made that gown? I need one in pink." It is truly, truly beautiful. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm zooming in, and all of this beadwork is like perfectly placed. Yeah, so much. The, and, the design uh, is so intricate. Yeah. And um, these feathers. That could have been a finale extravaganza. Yeah, gown, absolutely. You know? this could be, yeah. And it's just a casual, like, run, episode yeah. six, just a casual, like, you know, <laughs> fully crystal beaded gown with a feather. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm drag. just. Drag. She has such strong eye with, like, yeah. her drag that I truly appreciate. I'm excited it. to see what Raja and Aquaria are going to say about it on Fashion Photo Review. If they toot it, I'm going to go straight to their houses and, and, and slap them in the face. <laughs> if they toot it? You I mean, mean if they boot it. it. If okay. they boot it, sorry. Okay, okay. Right, right. Um, who else did you like? Well, Tour as a feather bag. connoisseur, Brooklyn Heights moment really excited me. I know uh-huh. how expensive uh, ostrich boas of that thickness are, and um, I loved just the whole theme of it all. Mm-hmm. Sugar Canes was kind of fierce, although I'm kind of getting really tired Tired of two-way sequin. I think that's the only... I'm bored of it. Okay, yeah, um, but that look was fierce, though. Like, you can't deny how fierce that look was on Sugar Cane, and... She served it, too. She served it. Like, it... I, I really like her too. And Plastic Tierra also looked amazing. Yeah, Plastic just, looked great. I just, I think we should kidnap her and just scrape her face off. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she needs, she needs to, she's too pretty. She's, she's gotta die. 
Uh, who did you not like? <laughs> okay, so Raja's. I, I listen. I thought it looked so cheap. Um, I props to her for making it herself. Whatever, right. but it reminds me um, of something that you can buy in Santi Alley. You it know, was like those Santi Alley realness. And if y'all, if y'all listening, don't know what Santi Alley is, it's basically a little part of downtown LA where you can get some little jumpsuits like that. And, for and 20 I'm bucks. not saying that to be bad. <laughs> I'm not saying that to be bad because I buy Santi Alley jumpsuits. I'm just saying in this moment, what I'm seeing. Brooklyn and I'm seeing Akira like this then is watered down for well, me and mm-hmm. what kills me though is how confident she is about this Santi Alley jumpsuit we she's really it. feeling it well yeah she it. made it she you know she made it she sewed it like she is selling it and but it just was very Santi Alley looking in comparison to all like the couture ones that we're Nina seeing. Nina West looks like she went to Party City, bought a costume, and then added a couple things to it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and she's giving me, like, pea body, like, you know, where your body's shaped like a pea, where it's party in the front and none in the back. Oh, you know? okay, okay. <laughs> um, however, I feel like I still don't mind it, because it's Nina West, but, like, I feel like if anyone else was wearing that, it'd be way more critical. Yeah. I didn't like Silkies. I, th- I didn't I, I thought either. it was also, like, not that great. Like, gold Again, is Again, so... we're getting another Santi Alley, like, $6 a yard fabric. To me, it, it definitely... Gold is so rich, and mm-hmm. glitter is so... Like, like you're told, like a gold look. So right. it's like, what? like you just like think about how opulence you can look, and that for me was also very um, not. But see, and the, I feel like the judges were a little harsh on Scarlet Envy's look, but I loved it. I think she looked so elegant, so gorgeous. The makeup was beat. I mean, I can. But the judges were right to say that she didn't need the necklace. She didn't even need yeah. that bo- broken brooch. The, the brooch. 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 How do you so say they it? Didn't, that brooch she didn't need, but she did. I mean, how pretty is she? Like, seriously, she's so gorgeous. We talk about plastique, Tiara being really pretty. And yes, that's we know that. But Scarlett is gorgeous. There Good. was worse looks on the <laughs> runway. Let's just say that. Like, okay. like Vanjie, I was. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to go um, through all of it, but let's. Can we talk about Vanjie? We love Vanjie. Yes. yes, we do. But come on, this is like the 14th leotard that we have and seen see, from I'm Vanjie. I'm not even mad that it's, she's wearing too many leotards. I just feel like this particular leotard looks extremely like a last minute thought. The thing that I hate about this is like she's 16 different colors. Like her legs are tan. The her gold is gold. Her gloves are like bronze. And then her body is like gold. I didn't like this. This was 50 a, Shades of Gold. 50 Shades of oh, Gold. And then John, you said, where's the little bunny tail in the back? That was the thing we were watching when she turned out. I like, like I at least have a big old poofy gold bunny tail in the back. But Vanjie, if you're listening, we love you to death and you, you killed the challenge. I know you guys. So. This is just an opinion based show and we're just literally yes. giving our opinions. Okay. Listen, it's hard to put these looks together, so don't Hiller. don't read too much into our critiques about these girls because we, at the end of the day, we love them. We know how hard they work. Yes, go on. Because okay. you guys are doing exactly the same thing we're doing right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Quick this, break this so before we pretty. get to the end of the show, and when we come back, we're going to discuss a lip sync because it's someone's last dance. Oh. oh. After this. Look at that. What did they call it? A segue? A segue. <laughs> I thought those a were transition? those things that you ride on. It's it the is. Se- <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, kitty girls, are you in need of more draggedy shows and programming in your life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonders' massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of jush from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and some chicken tenders, so please head to wow-presents Dot com now to sign up and get your life. Yes, that's wow-presents.com. Thank you. Okay, we're back. Spoiler alert. Which team wins? One. A curious team. <laughs> yes, yes. Yay. Yeah. And the winner is the... the Akira. Yes, yes, oh, yes. It reminds me of when I was a team captain for my team and I won. For the Beyonce. I'll never oh, no. know what that feels that? like. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. <laughs> but, um, but look at you. You're touring. You're winning in life. I know, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Basically, they end up asking, like, who should go home and why? Okay, so watching the challenge... I would have probably agreed with the rest of the girls saying Scarlet Envy. Yeah. Because of just what she has delivered in the challenge. I'm glad that the choreographer noted, though, that she had the great, was the most improved. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. for her to have been struggling that much in the rehearsal and then for her to like perform how she performed, like, I'm very impressed. Like, she really tried. Yeah. 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 But they do all say Scarlet. And poor Scarlet, I felt for her. I almost cried just because, like, you could just tell, like, how bad she wants this and how hard she, like, really, like, tried in this challenge. And, like, that can't feel good. Yeah. Truly. Being picked last and then having oh. everyone on the stage. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my no God. Can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can imagine. <laughs> I'm the I'm one that sorry. can. <laughs> I think that's... I can't because I'm a winner. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, we're I mean, all winners on RuPaul's Drag Race. We are all winners. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. They deliberate. They make some decisions. Plastique is safe. Scarlet is in the bottom. Vanjie is told, Vanjie, you're a funny bunny, but stop relying on that body, body suit. suit. I died. That was so funny. Nina is safe. And Raja is also in the bottom, which leads us to the lip sync. Which, okay. This lip sync. Okay. Gonna, this is going to be one of those lip syncs that I watch many times in my yes. life. I'm going to be thinking about it for... A couple until, weeks. Okay, until the <laughs> next good lip sync. Uh-huh. But let me just reiterate how Scarlett performed her for her life. And I didn't know that there was a jumpsuit underneath that. No, and no. I'm wondering if that jumpsuit, that had to have been there the whole time just it creeping under that dress. Been. There's no way it couldn't, there's no way she could have changed into that during Untucked. There's no way. Raja was performing. She was like, she she had the move. She was dancing. She was, you know, rhythm to the yeah, beat she of was selling the, it. the drum. She was selling it, yeah. But Scarlet was. Scarlet, even down to the scissors, they were solid gold. And then the glitter. Oh, we can't fun. forget about See, the glitter. It was a performance for me it was a performance like she literally like if i was seeing that at the club like i would be just as gagged and as excited because it was a true performance from beginning to end so like you said scarlet performed so great so that's why it was all the more shocking when she didn't stay 
Which I thought, which uh, it's stupid that she actually went home because she did so well. And Raja, who... I'm boycotting the show. I know. We're done. Goodbye. Where's our check? Yeah, get me out of here. I'm done. Where's but, the restroom? But she, you know, she has a, she has a graceful exit. You know, the, she she says, "Don't let anyone tell you you can't dance, even if that someone is yourself." So she's like, you know, she's aware. She's like gracious. It was shocking, but kudos to her. Listen, it doesn't matter if you like. I said, I've said it so many times. It doesn't matter if you don't have rhythm or can't dance. If you're performing, yeah, like. There is this girl, Bible girl, okay? She may not be the best dancer, but she freaking performs, and I just enjoy watching her. And that's just, like, the kind of thing, like, when whenever baby drag queens ask us, like, what can you, can you help me in my drag? It'd be like, just perform. Forget about who's watching you. Forget about how you look. Like, okay, maybe care about how you look, but, like, just <laughs> perform because that's what people are seeing. And, you know, regardless of her going home, I think that that lip sync is going to be one for the books. And I think that uh, she will get a lot of bookings for that. Just like really turning it out and having a good attitude and just being gracious. And I mean, what more can you ask for? You know? Yeah. 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 One quick thing. We didn't watch Untucked, but like in Untucked, we see Evie is icing her leg. They bring her some ice and stuff. But what does ice usually mean on the set? Ice means don't talk. Thank you. That's what I was looking oh, for. Oh, like, really? Yeah, this is, this yeah, is hard ice is like, you really better not talk. Right. This is a, the, a section of the show we call Sissy That Talk. We explain a I term used this. on the show or behind the scenes. And queens are on the set. And if someone says ice or hard ice, like you said, Farah, it means. So ice is like, you can kind of talk, but don't say anything relating to the show or what okay. y'all are doing with the challenge. And then hard ice is like absolutely no speaking whatsoever. Okay. Well, we didn't have ice or hard ice. In my season, we had, be quiet! <laughs> <laughs> That's Move what we got. There. Leave her alone. <laughs> That's season, totally well, season one was also in RuPaul's garage. So <laughs> yes, like, it let's was. Just, no, let's but just... it was her, the garage in her mansion, so it was like really big. Still big. Nice garage. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Also, I just want to find out where can our lovely fans come and see you, kids? You go first, Andrena. Okay, because mine are <laughs> mine are not as big as Farrah's, but oh, how dare oh. you? So I have a weekly show in Palm Springs, actually, yes. at Chill Bar. You guys can check it out. It's at 8 p.m. It's amazing. It's fun. And I have a new show with Miss Tammy Brown, and it's called Tammy Brown Walks on Gina in Nature. <laughs> I'm so excited about this show. Exactly. Yes. I'm already there. Tammy. Oh, it's Tammy Brown Walking on Gina in Nature. I don't even know the name of my own show. Anyway, oh, we're- Potato. Yes, we're going to tour that. And the Pacific Northwest is first in May, and then um, Reno in May, Seattle in May, and LA. Yeah, we have LA in May. All will be revealed on my Instagram. <laughs> Gorgeous. Woo! And Miss Moan. So I'm actually gearing up for uh, my tour, my European and UK tour with Chad Michaels um, coming at the second half of April and the beginning of May. Uh, so I'm really excited. And the show is burlesque. It is. It is. It's not going to be an exact copy of the movie, but it's Share Extina. It's going to be that still, but it's going to be almost like you're stepping into um, the club burlesque from the uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. It's, it's going to be more about like Farrah trying to become a star and Chad sort of being like the mentor. So I'm going to be like making fun of myself and but also like serving choreo and crystals and feathers. And, what a perfect role. Um, is, there, is, there, is there a Wagon Wheel Watusi? I want to do a Wagon Wheel Watusi <laughs> scene. So but I think we're going to do a video for it to play while we're changing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where like me and Chad are like doing <gasps> that scene. And it's Genius. like, didn't anyone ever give you a chance before? But and, like instead of like me slaying the routine, I like do 
do my little all stars dance, you know. <laughs> like, um, Everybody the say best, love. The best dance ever. I'm so lucky that Chad is on board for this because she is such a legend. And, you know, um, my drag mom in Vegas actually used to tour with Chad in the 90s. And so I've heard all their crazy shenanigans and their stories. And so I oh always have fun when I get to hang out with Chad because it's like, yeah. you know, it almost feels like I've Take known her forever. Take your daughter to work day. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Take your drag daughter to work day. Well, thank you, ladies. I'm so thrilled you were here. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye. Follow me on Instagram, Anjana. Yes. <laughs> And Farah. Farah Rise. Farah Rise. Okay, thank you. Woo! Bye. Okay, yay! Anjana and Farah are seriously two of the best, the cutest, the sassiest. But next up, I'm not sure if you'd call Love Connie cute, but damn, she is a treasure. A vamp, a scamp, and just fabulous and often sweaty. She's an LA queen who is the creation of actor John Cantwell, who many may know from the pioneering gay comedy sketch group The Nelly Olsons. She does shows in LA that are a mix of storytelling, 80s and 90s music, camp, and just over-the-top physicality. And if you saw her in this week's, you know, amazing mini challenge, you get the idea. So, she's also got a new show coming to WoW Presents Plus, Connie Wood, following the adventures of a seasoned wannabe actress trying to make it in Hollywood. But, enough warm-up. Let's get physical with Love Connie. Okay, I'm super honored to be here today with Love Connie, a very special guest who's part of this very special episode. A very special episode. A very special episode, a very special mini challenge. Um, I, I saw some special needs <laughs> on what I just watched. You came in, you, you, you gave the girls a workout. You were sweating. They were sweating. Mm-hmm. Was it good for you, Love Connie? It was really good for me. Like, uh, there was no prolapsing involved, <laughs> which is a rarity at my age because even though I looked like a spry 35, I'm actually over half a century old. Uh, so, thank you to the garish lighting of RuPaul's Drag Race. Love Connie's ageless. Right. And who needs Botox when you're as, as bug eyed as I came <laughs> off? Now, what, what what surprised you about being on the set? Or what do you remember? I was just surprised to be on the set, you know. <laughs> and what were you told you were going to be doing in, in this mini challenge? Um, I, I knew I was coming on as RuPaul's personal trainer. And that made me really excited because you can look at Ru and tell that bitch don't ever work out. She just doesn't eat, which I'm finding, you know, as a as a as I've always been a thick girl. And I was a 30 year fitness professional that taught just cycling classes, step aerobic classes and all that stuff. The only way to maintain, you know, thinness after 50 is to quote my mother, quit eating. Now, what do you remember about actually being in the moment in this challenge, coaching these girls? I think the first thing I remember is seeing Vangie and going, oh my God, yay. I I was really glad she was back. Endlessly entertaining because the, you know, the voice of a junkyard dog is just, I mean... And he's super cute because season yeah. season ten, I actually because his voice, I thought he was an older queen, but he's a kid. He's like a little baby boy yeah. at a drag. It's so funny. He's like a little. He's like those old cartoons with like a gangster in a baby bonnet. <laughs> yes, little rascals. <laughs> I told you guys smoking a cigar. <laughs> she should always be with the cigar. My favorite things in you in this challenge was. You didn't know the queen's names. You're calling them out for solos, and you're just giving them names. Like, come on, little bit. Come on, Jean yeah. Jacket. Uh huh. Come on, hee haw. Green goddess. I know. <laughs> See, Nina, I wish Nina I was green go- goddess. And they didn't all make the cut. Green goddess? Yeah, you're like, what? hey, you, green goddess, <gasps> get out here. 
Green Goddess is the most fattening uh, salad dressing <laughs> there is. You called Silky Hot Fries because she was hot eating fries. hot fries and she had a big hot sauce t-shirt on. Oh, hot, like, hot fries. Hot fries is a good drag name Real if you think about it. RuPaul always names her wigs. So the wig you're wearing in this challenge, what would her name be? That wig was dropped off to me on my doorstep. I <laughs> Like an abandoned child. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting. I'm very, very lucky in that a friend of mine who knows who he is, who shall remain <laughs> nameless, but I regularly get surprises left on my door. And it's like, I left something for you on your door. And so this wig was left and I would probably call it Ellie. Okay. It's not really Ellie Mae, but there's uh-huh. something that is screaming white strappy platform heels mm, and some cutoffs yep. and a tube top yeah. in that wig. But I would like to do it, you know, up with the little barrettes, like kind of mm-hmm. like, St- remember Stella Stevens in Poseidon Adventure at the New Year's Eve party? Right, right, right. She had her hair, it was all like pinned up. It was basically just a long mullet. So it's <laughs> yes. kind of long in the back. Well, well, she was marvelous in the challenge and she stayed right on your head. Oh, she was. Yes, yeah. she was good. She was sassy. Maybe a little too shiny. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it worked. I looked good. I looked like I was smeared in Vaseline. But so you were, you were a fitness professional. You were teaching aerobics and spin classes for years. How did you get involved in that world? What happened was I was in college in Louisiana. And, you know, as gay men coming up, we start, you know, because I was from the South, so I was always a little thick. I like my chicken fried chicken and my chicken fried steak. So I started working out. And also that's where, you know, you meet all the other gay men in the town. And so you get to see them with their clothes off. And you get to see them naked. In the, in the you can room. check out everything. I love it. And um, so I went to a class. So I think I was maybe the only guy in the class. Started doing the moves, your grapevines, your knee lifts, your swing <laughs> kicks. And immediately after that class ended, four girls surrounded me. I think it was uh-huh. the Alexandria Health and Racket Club in Alexandria, Louisiana. But they came right up to me and they were like, you need to get a routine together right now. You need to be a teacher here. And seriously, it was it was great. Yeah. And since that day, literally, that was, you know, 30 years ago. Uh-huh. I was never not doing it. I did it like I think there was a time in New York where I might have been teaching 22 classes a week and rollerblading to, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was so good. Oh my God, so we had good. Walkmans back then. Yeah. Oh, my favorite New York day would be getting up, having a Yoo-Hoo and a toasted bagel with scallion and putting on my blades, putting on my Walkman, uh-huh. listening to Blur, The Great Escape. Uh-huh. I just, and then skating like up Third Avenue to go teach a class on the Upper East Side and then skating back down. You know, or stopping off in Central. I just oh I can't believe this, how active we were. And, back this, then. and this sounds like every, this sounds like the movie Perfect. But like, what were your fitness like inspirations? Was it like Jane Fonda? Was a twenty minute workout? I remember. I think my senior year in high school, uh-huh. our PE class. There were only six of us in first period PE for some reason, and it was like me, uh, Kay Westmoreland, Toya Savage. These sounds like drag queens. Toya Kay Sa- Westmoreland. She's like a like, queen of a certain age performing in like Fort Lauderdale. Right. And what about Toya Savage? Oh, she's real. She's <laughs> Texas. Cut. She's She'll a cut. Texas oh, queen. Yeah. Or she's she... an Atlanta queen. <laughs> but yeah, we were doing Jane Fonda. 
But you'll see some more fitness inspirations coming up on Connie Wood, my new web series coming from WOW Presents. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with what I know and, and what I think Connie is good at. And we're Connie and I are just kind of mixed up together, but it, it's working. <laughs> and I, I guess my life and things I've done in my life are comical, like, you know, yeah. aerobics and rollerblading. And- well, I've seen your shows here in town, and they're always full of, like, amazing music, like whether it's Prince or like Pat Benatar or yeah. Blondie or mm-hmm. anything like Poppy and Gorgeous and movement and you're dancing yourself crazy. And yes, Connie Wood is coming soon. It's on Wow Presents Plus. Hashtag so- Connie Wood is coming. <laughs> Finally, what are your top three workout songs? Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you. One where you, we used to do interval training mm-hmm. on the bike, mm-hmm. Jane's Addiction, Been Caught Stealing. Yes. That is just because when you're up on the bike and you're doing that, it is the perfect like butt shaking. So you yes. kind of can't help but feel That's sexy. So and back in the day, it's like, you know, the gyms were great. You started working out. You felt sexy. It was uh-huh. like being almost like at a workout orgy. It was. It was packed. Yeah. It was crazy. But in neon. So I love that. I love any Blondie song. Mm-hmm. God. And then there were like, you know, the little dance mixes. Yeah. It was a girl group, I guess, kind of a pre-Spice Girls. They were called Delage. <laughs> Running back for more. Such a fool. And it is one of the best Stock Aitken Waterman songs Uh that no one has ever heard of. Delage is the group. Delage. And I remember the D-E-L-A-G-E called Running Back for More. I'm sure it's available on iTunes. But the beginning I love because the beginning was all dun, 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 dun. You know that syncopated gay rhythm that still permeates all music to this day. Figure out a different rhythm, you guys. Come on. Come on, Mary. Uh, well, love Connie. Thank you very much for chatting with us today. You're so welcome. And I'm very excited to see you on the show. I think. Do you think I'm going to break the internet? <laughs> <laughs> you can at least stretch it. I hope so. You can at least she's, she might pull a muscle. I hope it. Uh, she might prolapse. <laughs> I think I see her liver. And you're going to be a Dracon. You should storm around Dracon, yelling at everyone like you did in the challenge. Yeah, like strangers. Now see, like, I could train people. Yeah. That's. I'll just hey, train hot potato. Them. Let's see what you got. Come on, <laughs> Frito pie. <laughs> Work it, Mama. Uh, thank you, dear. You're welcome. Thanks and for having me. Connie Wood coming soon to Wow Presents Plus. And follow your gorgeousness at? At Real Love Connie. All right. Okay, Connie girls. Seriously, get into Love Connie on social media. At Real Love Connie. And get out and see one of her shows in L.A. She can fling some sweat on you up close and personal. And speaking of true beauties, it's time for this week's Kitty Girl Catch-Up, where we chase down our newly eliminated queen to find out how she's doing. This golden gal we stalked on the streets of New York City, she's a cut-up, just like those scissors she whipped out during the lip sync. And yes, we miss her already. Here is Scarlet Envy. Hello, hello, Scarlet. Hi. Oh my gosh, how are you? I'm great. How are you, John? I'm delightful. Thank you. Where are you? I am uh, actually between 6th and 7th Avenue on 24th Street right now. Ooh, all right. Come on, Chelsea girl. Yeah, we're in Chelsea. We're just passing through, though. You can't stay here for too long. You know? What are you wearing? Uh, right now, I've got Michelle's favorite color on. I've got an olive green sweater Cute. Uh, and some khakis, which is actually, I'm a little overdressed. It's warm here in the city today. And what was the last thing you've eaten? Uh, the last thing I had was a dollar slice of pizza in the garment district because she's uh, still about that dollar slice. I mean, hello. That's one of the best things about New York City. 
Have you had one of those before? Yeah, I lived in New York for 12 years. I still have an apartment in, Bro in Brooklyn near Metropolitan. So where, where's your home bar? What's your like New York headquarters or whatever? Well, the closest thing I have to a home bar now is uh, it's probably Club Coming uh, here in the East Village. Yeah. I have some questions about this week's episode. You had that like that bell bottom look on underneath that gold thing, which was kind of amazing. So were you ready for like a reveal? Like how did that come to be? Well, as we all know, I'm not exactly uh, the professional dancer. So I was always trying to be ready to lip sync whether I thought I needed to or not. I do want to ask, where did those gold scissors come from? You know, I couldn't tell you where they came from for the life of me. I think you have certain blackout moments when you're when you're filming, and that was one of those. I found them somewhere. I, I found the gold spray paint and put them together with the outfit. Just like any good drag queen, I, you know, hit a, hit a weapon between my breasts. At a girl. Now, what have you learned by watching yourself on the show? Well, uh, it doesn't hurt to stretch. <laughs> but what I am happy is that, you know, you can just laugh things off, I think. I've always, I, I've always, I guess, been able to just kind of, like, laugh. I like this kind of goofball energy that we got to see from you. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely in her own world. A lot of people are asking me if I'm actually delusional as uh, I look on television, and my answer, of course, is yes. <laughs> now, yes. Like, if, if this had been flipped and it was All-Stars and you got to send somebody else home, who would you, who would you have sent packing? Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, I mean, I it would have been nice to send Raja home and return the favor. <laughs> <laughs> You've been touring, like, like, Omaha, Reno, Sacramento. Are you hooking up in these cities? N not for the most part. The world wants you, and the feeling must be mutual <laughs> at some point. The feeling's definitely mutual. My hotel bed loves me, too, though. So, you know, it's a constant back and forth. When but I no, I uh, think I'm pretty focused on uh, getting my eyeliner right, uh, <laughs> putting on a little more chapstick that I walked in with. Okay. <laughs> so are you single? I am single. Very single. Very single still. And so what do you look for in a mate? Ooh, you know, I look for creativity. I generally fall for artists. Yeah. Um, any any kind of creative, whether that be writing or painting. Uh, I like a man who makes me feel like a lady. I'm six foot, so if you're taller than me, that's always a plus. <laughs> and uh, somebody with a mustache who uh, recaps Drag Race. Oh, I, I, I like where this is going. <laughs> you say all the right things. Finally, how do you feel about your dance skills? Because I, I think I love that you were like, even with like the choreographers, you were like, you know what? Maybe I'm like not the smoothest operator here, but you were like game for anything. How do you feel about your dance skills? You know, I think that's the important thing. Dancing aside, you know, you have to be game for anything. And I mean, you know, I, I like I, I like my dancing. I'm not going to stop if that's what you're asking. Please don't. No, you better be dancing <laughs> like a, up a storm in your shows. I'm dancing right now. People are looking at me funny. <laughs> I'm like, well, we've seen, but oh. Well, so what's next for you? Where can people find you? Well, let's see. I will be at Roscoe's uh, Friday night tonight mm. in Chicago. I'm showing a cabaret show that kicks off in May at the Lori Beachman show here in New York City on 42nd Street. Very excited about that. It's all live. Oh, you'll be uh, singing? Uh, I will be. It's what kind of stuff do you sing? Well, I have uh, some original music I'm writing with James Wilson. Uh, it's somewhere between Patsy Cline and uh, Elvis Presley, I guess. Somewhere <laughs> in that realm of saying. Yeehaw. Got, we're doing a little Kentucky to New York moment. All right, Blue Moon of Kentucky. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Reflections and Other Shiny Things. <laughs> <laughs> 
because we know I'm easily distracted. So. Well, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. The whole world is like shook by your departure, but you know, we know there's amazing things ahead. Well, the feeling is mutual, world. Thank crossing my fingers and uncrossing my legs. Words to live by. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, thanks, gorgeous. Thank you. And we'll see you at DragCon. Thanks again. Okay, thanks. Ah, so Scarlett had her last dance, but this race is still on, honey, and there's much more to come. But we are done podcasting this week. So thank you to Angina, Pheromone, Love Connie, and Miss Scarlet on the runway with scissors for joining us. And as always, subscribe, please, and rate us and come back for more next week. And get out there and support your local drag queens. Tip them girls. And now I'm going to have Pheromone sing us out of here. Everybody say love. Never ever had somebody love me right with love. You always have to fight. Forget, forget, and hold on tight. You got to be wise to compromise. Sometimes pay the ultimate price. And if they can't, then you say, you don't love me anyway. Who wants the tea? You're coming over tonight so we can cut a chill, set a pillow fight. If you can't.